Hey, welcome to the Compafit Podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Raffi, and I'm here with the Astonishing Seth. <gasps> now, originally we were just going to do a book about Carnage this week, uh, because Venom just came out. We're in the Halloween month, the entire month of Halloween. But you know who else is kind of a, a scary Halloweenish character? Daredevil. Yeah. We haven't talked about often on the show. I don't, I can't, we did one Daredevil story a long time ago. Um, but seeing as how season three comes out tomorrow, wait, Friday, I thought we'd talk about a Daredevil story that's pretty much what they're doing for season three. Neat. This is Daredevil Born Again, with art by David Mazzuccelli, that's a big name, uh, and written by Frank Miller. Ooh. Because before Frank, <laughs> before Frank lost it, he was a pretty good writer. Alright. There's not going to be any, I'm the goddamn Daredevils. There's not going to be, are you retarded, are you dense? <laughs> None of that shit. I like the idea of Batman saying, are you retarded? <laughs> At least one of these superheroes has to has to just talk like a normal human being. I know saying, are you retarded, isn't like the normal thing to do. I feel do. like if anyone would say it, it'd be maybe Hal. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I've been around the galaxy, what are you retarded? But uh, yeah, Daryl Born dumb? Again. Are you dense? <laughs> you retarded or something? Daryl Born Again was kind of like... Frank Miller had been writing Daredevil before this. I think this was his final uh, run on Daredevil. Yeah. And uh, he definitely darkened it up a little bit. And like I said before, a lot of what season three is going to be actually borrows from this book. So we kind of open with what Karen Page has been up to. Mm-hmm. Because Karen Page kind of disappeared from the Daredevil books for a little while. Mm-hmm. Frank establishes that she went off to be an actress. Okay. And that really didn't work out for her. She's currently living in Mexico. She's a heroin addict, and she does porn for money. Neat. <laughs> um, you can see where Frank Miller is starting to lose it. <laughs> yeah, you can see the the fragments and pieces. And again, in, in the Daredevil show, they referenced her having a dark past, so maybe that's what it is, I don't know. Um, but yeah, she she's in a really bad spot right now, and in order, she's basically sold everything she has. She sold her body, all of her you know worldly possessions... The only thing she has left is the identity of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. So she so she tells some like low level criminal in uh, in Mexico the identity of this New York vigilante who sticks to like one part of New York, um, and he tells them like, "I know who Daredevil is, and I'll tell you for a shot of heroin." And this guy like puts in a word, and the word eventually gets to Wilson Fisk who is still running his company, Fisk International, um, and he still has a big vendetta against uh, Daredevil. This is one of like the five times he's tried to destroy Daredevil's li- uh, life. Mm-hmm. It's about one of the first times he's gone like really far with it. Um, let me show you some of the arcs. I really like this image of uh, Kingpin. He looks very round. <laughs> he is very round. Very rotund, yes. He has very strong calves. Really do- well, he kind of I mean, needs to, yeah. Have you noticed on, like, any fat person, their legs are, like, super toned, <laughs> super, like... Like, there's there's a point where it drops off and it's just like, oh my god, those are fucking hams coming out of the bottom <laughs> of his leg. And he loves ham. Yeah. We know that ham. in our continuity. Ham. So Kingpin gets information that Matt Murdock is Daredevil and he goes, yes, good. I'm going to begin using all my money to ruin his life. And throughout this book, his, like, the people that work for Fisk are like, 
Will, you gotta stop. Buddy. We're running out of money because you keep torturing this one guy for some reason. Because they don't know what he's up to. They're just like, why do you hate this man? Why are you funneling so much money into destroying his life? And Wilson's like, don't you question me. I'll crush your skull. But uh, we open with Daredevil. And it's funny because, like, again, you can tell this is a very, like, downfall kind of book. Because Matt Murdock's life is destroyed before he has his morning coffee. Oh. Like, he checks his mail and he gets an audio tape from his current girlfriend. And he plays the audio tape, which he kind of has to because he's blind. <laughs> um, that's the nice thing about, like, how far this show has matured. There's not as many blind jokes going. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, he gets a tape in the mail, and it's from his girlfriend. He's like, oh, that's weird. My girlfriend lives, like, a block away. Why would she just send me a tape like this? Why not just, like, call or come over? And he yeah. plays it, and, and she breaks up with him over tape. Aww. Which is, like, in the 80s, like, you, that's, you know, you don't have text. Yeah. kind of have to do that. <laughs> So girlfriend breaks up with him, he gets all these, like, uh, tax files, and he's like, Daredevil can run his hand over, like, ink to read out what's written, and, uh, he reads out that his funds have been frozen. Okay. (laughs) Because, like, a payment didn't go through, or something happened with his account, but his his funds have been frozen, and he can't access his money. And he also gets, like, a paper that says, like, I don't know if it's a paper or if someone comes to his door... Um, yeah, he gets, uh, he gets a paper from this delivery guy that basically says, like, you're being, uh, <laughs> you're being accused of witness tampering. Like, some cop said that you tampered with some, like, uh, evidence. So, oh. so Matt is, like, at risk of losing his law degree, has no money, and his girlfriend broke up with him, and it's, like, before he drinks any coffee. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, man, I just woke up. Oh, man. <laughs> so... Yeah, that happens there. And then, meanwhile, we go over to, like, uh, his girlfriend's place. And I think his girlfriend's name is, like, Glory or something? Yeah, Glory. Um, and Foggy Nelson goes to visit her. And Foggy's, you know, Matt's best friend. And uh, he goes over there, and her house is, like, destroyed. Like, her apartment's, like, trashed up. And I guess it's supposed to be implied that Wilson had that done, too. But it might just be because she lives in New York. Um, but her place gets trashed. And, Glo- and, and Foggy's like, oh, it's okay, Glory. It's gonna be okay. We'll fix it. We'll fix it, and the, and they hook up. So, Foggy being a real pal. Yeah. Oh man, it's gonna be okay, Glory. Just you know. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. Let's. I'm gonna teach you what a glory hole is. Like. <laughs> Don't worry, Glory. Here, let's just take off our pants. It's gonna make us much more relaxed. Mm. You got any wine? Let's get some wine out. <laughs> He's like, you know what I do. Oh, rosé. <laughs> you know what I do when I get. Really... Where did this bottle of rosé come from? I don't know. Whoa, weird. Whoa, weird. <laughs> did you bring that with you? Uh, no. No. I just happened to have it on me. What? What? I... You know, Gloria. You know what I do to calm down after an anxious moment? I just like to get naked. Just, yeah, I just like to fuck. You know? Just like to fuck something. Oh, who said that? Oh. <laughs> you guys should fuck. Whoa, where'd that come Whoa, from? Where'd that come from? God, is that you? Uh, <laughs> hey. Oh. Fun characters like, we make. Now we have scumbag Foggy. <laughs> it's hey, it's like Matt always says, just go with God's what, what yeah. God says, right? Yeah, you know. Whoa. So meanwhile, meanwhile, we check in on uh, Phil Yurick, who's a reporter at the Daily Bugle, who's uh, Matt Murdock's friend. Uh, he knows Matt Murdock is Daredevil and he kinda champions for him. He finds out that Matt is being uh, accused. Yeah, here's the question. Yeah. Does his friend know Peter Parker? Um, he knows Spider-Man, he doesn't know the secret, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, Phil Yurick, despite working at the Beagle, is much more associated with Daredevil. Um, 
cool. Yeah, and it's still cool because he still like he works with the people that Spider Man used to work with, basically. Yeah. Um, but like he he calls Matt. He's like, "Hey, Matt. Like I heard what happened. You know, I'm sorry that you're being accused. I'm sure I'm gonna look into I it. I shouldn't have tampered with those witnesses. Huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, he knows. He he thinks Matt's innocent, and Matt is like, "Whatever, man. I don't." I don't need your help. We've already been through enough right now. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? So he is up, and he goes out. Oh, does this one have the classic yellow Daredevil in it? Or no. Or it all red? It's all red. Right. Yeah, the, the yellow one was, like, mainly 60s. Okay. But um, he, he Daredevil's up, and he goes to the apartment of the cop that accused him of witness tampering, mm-hmm. or evidence tampering, or whatever, and he, and he beats up the cop a little bit. <laughs> He's like, why would you lie about Matt Murdock? Why are you trying to ruin Matt Murdock's life? That's weird. He's it's like, so weird that I showed up the day he, Matt Murdock uh, received that letter, huh? And he's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Hey, Why are you Matt here? Murdoch. Whoa, who said that? Weird. <laughs> and he, he, like, he breaks a bottle and he goes to stab Daredevil. And Daredevil like, catches it and it makes a fap sound. But, uh, you know, he Daredevil disappears because he can't, you know, he can't get this guy's information. But the cop starts calling on, on his phone and Daredevil listens from the rooftop. And he's like, yep, he's calling... Uh, He's calling somebody and telling them that Daredevil showed up, which means whoever told him to frame Matt Murdock knows that I'm Matt Murdock. So he goes home and I think he calls, um, yeah, he goes to call Glory and like Foggy, he goes to call Foggy and Glory picks up the phone and he's like, what are you doing at Foggy's? And she's like, Matt, it just, you don't understand. He's like, great, awesome, Just, just pile it on. There's more shit down the way. Yep, you know? it's fine. Um, and we basically see Daredevil like fat uh, fight <laughs> through fat. fap through New York City. <laughs> Spider joke. <laughs> and he's basically like it starts with him like beating up people for information on Matt Murdock, and then it just turns to him and be like Matt Murdock, who wants to talk to you about Matt, about Matt Murdock? Just beating people. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kingpin's just like watching from a distance, like yes. And, like, Foggy tries to defend um, Matt in court about the the tampering. And I think they lose the case, so Matt Murdock loses his, uh, his, license. his license. And at the same time, Kingpin's like, you know, that Foggy guy, he really knew what he was talking about. I think I'm going to hire him. Just, again, more, more down-smacking on, uh, on Matt. Uh, and, of course, because the information about Daredevil's identity came from Karen... Kingpin sends a guy to Mexico to kill Karen. Uh-huh. But Karen escapes him. And Matt goes back to his apartment, and he's kind of like, you know, I've lost, like, everything. I lost my job, my friends, my girl, like, my money. I, I have nothing but my home left. And then his apartment fucking explodes. <laughs> no! Poor Maddie. That's all I had. All it takes is one bad day. But uh, when he goes into the rubble, he finds like a box that wasn't destroyed, and he opens it, and it's got his Daredevil costume in it. Like it's a, it was a, a message, right? And he opens it, and he goes, "Dust, the du- the the dust is, is is thick. You know, I could choke on it. There's nothing left. So you know, so that's why I I never have uh, I never would have connected it to you. Nothing about it said gangster until this. It was a nice piece of work, Kingpin. You shouldn't have signed it." Ooh. So, what is it? While Glory is with um, uh, Foggy throughout this book, she's always like, Foggy, you should like aspire for more and like 
do a better job and like get like better pay like like now that you're with me like i i expect a higher pedigree from you like she she is unabashedly like not a good person and she hates new york which which you know for daredevil it's like but it's my city i love new york it's it's a beautiful whore and i love it it's a beautiful whore and i love it <laughs> so matt uh sleeps in a motel one night because you know he can't really go home <laughs> yeah because it's rubble. But, like, all throughout the night, he has, like, these these nightmares. And he has a dream where he leaves his apartment, uh, runs up to Fisk's, uh, to Fisk's building, and, like, kills him with his, with his bare hands. But he realizes it was all just a dream. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's losing his sanity. And he, there's a knock on the door from the motel owner who's like, Hey, man, you were short 20 bucks. I gotta, I gotta get the rest of the money from you. And Matt thinks, like... Kingpin sent him, and he bursts open the door, and he chokes the guy out. He's like, "I know, I know who sent him. I know who it was. It was, it was, it was him. It was Kingpin." And we get it's one like, fucking freak. <laughs> and we get, uh, we get a moment of Kingpin working out. Jeez, not a hair on his big body. He is a big boy. He's a big boy in a little piece of underwear. You know that they probably sew that on him. <laughs> so. Yeah, Daredevil takes the train to get to uh, Fisk's building. And while he's on the train, there's some criminal who's, like, stealing stuff from people on the train. And, like, he doesn't give a shit about his identity. He just... Because he's, he's as Matt Murdock. He fights this criminal and, like, beats the shit out of him. And, like, he punches him against, like, the glass and the dude's head, like, bleeds. It's just pretty, pretty heavy. Um, and, while, and, like, he, he beats up a cop to get through the, the subway. And the whole time, like... Uh, Wilson's assistant is on the phone, like, picking up all the stuff Matt's doing because someone's following Matt. And he's telling Wilson, he's like, yes, he's falling apart, yes. His sanity, he's losing it. Bring me the car door so I may smash his head between. <laughs> my signature move, my my injustice finisher. <laughs> just, like, gets the level up, like, just pushes someone, they land in a car for some reason. Uh, uh. Do you think we'll get another car scene in season three? I doubt it. He'll do it with an airplane or something this time. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes up to uh, he, he goes to Fisk's building and he goes up to the what is it the um, the front desk lady. Okay, yeah. And and she's like, uh, "Hello, who are you?" And he's like, "My name is Matt Murdock. I'm here to see Wilson Fisk." And she's like, "Oh yes, he's been expecting you." And she walks him upstairs. <laughs> and the two of them fight, and he like picks up a pole. And tries to, like, hit him in the stomach with it. And again, it's just fat. Because <laughs> his body blubbers, absorbs the blows. And, like, they have a, like, a one-to-one fight. And Kingpin beats Daredevil. Beats him bloody. And when Daredevil wakes up, he's in a crashed taxi on the bottom of the lake. Like, submerged. Jesus. And he's also got, like, a bottle of, like, whiskey poured on him. So it looks like he, he drunkenly drove into the, you know, into the river. Um, and Kingpin's like, like, <laughs> he's like, they, they pulled up the, the taxi a few hours later, and there was no corpse in there. No corpse. So he won't let go of Daredevil, because he, he knows, or at least thinks, that he got away. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Daredevil wakes up, like, in the street. Yeah, he, he managed to break out of the car by, like, breaking through the window and swimming out. Um, uh, what else, what else? That's a hell of a feat right there. Right? Yeah, submerged underwater, breaking out of a taxi after, like, after having, like, several concussions because of Kingpin. It's a pretty big deal. Um, 
But the the cop that that said that Matt was tampering with evidence, the reason he said that was because he's got a kid in the hospital with a disease, and Wilson was going to pay for the operation. So Ben Yurick goes to see that cop at the hospital who's with the kid, and Phil Yurick kind of just puts it together. He's like, oh, yeah, of course, of course you have a dying kid. Why else would you sell out Matt Murdock? Like, he's putting it all together. Um, meanwhile, like... <laughs> Karen Page is like robbing homeless people in Mexico for money just to get by but like there's this really weird bit where like Matt is like drunkenly walking through not drunkenly but like you know tirelessly walking through New York again just destroyed basically and he like walks into a car that hits him <laughs> <That's> <laughs> poor guy just, just boom just another problem for Matt Murdock um but like while he's walking he walks by these like two March of Dimes Santas, and they're actually just criminals in disguise. Like, I don't think they were hired by Kingpin. I think they were just like, yeah, man, we'll, we'll dress up like Santas, and people will give us money for the March of Dimes, and then we'll take the money. Like, uh, you know, not a bad idea. Like, but... it's just, it, it's, it feels like a Home Alone plot, you know what I mean? Like, Mar like Marvin Harry just put on Santa outfits. Yeah. And fucking Kevin McAllister busts a bus. Actually, Skull and Bulk. Bulk <laughs> <laughs> and Skull. It's the perfect plan. You know Macaulay Culkin got his life back together? Awesome. He's looking pretty good right now. Good for him. Good for him. Um, let's see. And then we go back to uh, to Karen, who meets this, like, uh, Mexican gangster. And she's like, listen, I, I need to get to America. Because in her head, she's like, Fisk is after me, but I know Matt will protect me. I know he'll forgive me, and he'll protect me. That's where I have to go. So she talks to this gangster about getting to... Uh, to New York to get back to Matt. And the Mexican gangster's like, yeah, I can take you over there, but, like, you belong to me. Like, I'm gonna... You're... Because I'm a big fan of your films. A really big fan. Yeah. The table starts like... <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, you're you're basically gonna be my slave girlfriend during this trip to New York. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll let you walk away. <laughs> yeah. And he, he keeps her on heroin the whole time. To keep her hooked. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, but yeah. But, oh, right. When when Phil and the cop go down to like the parking garage to talk about the kid and everything, this nurse follows them down. And it's this like big like slugger of a nurse down here. Oh, man. And she fucking punches the cop and then like breaks Ben Yurick's like fingers. So he doesn't. So he can't write. Like it's a message. Like don't write your article. <laughs> so she works for Kingpin. And then, uh, what is it? Matt Murdock finds himself in uh, Fogwell's gym, which is where his father Jack Mur Murdock used to box. Mm -hmm. And he like, he kind of like punches the the speed uh, the ah, what is it? The the speed bag, like the really tall one, right? Mm -hmm. He punches that. And he kind of just collapses into it and falls on the ground. And then. The person that finds him in Fogwell's gym is this nun named, uh, like, Mother Mary. Or Mother Maggie, sorry. And when when he wakes up, he's, like, in a in a church. In a very Jesus-y pose. Mm -hmm. in, a, in a J pose, as we call it. And by the way, Maggie is uh, his mother. And he didn't know that. I don't think they reveal it until the end. And even then, they barely do. Um... Uh, what else, what else? 
If you can't tell, I have the book. <laughs> but he, he tries to get out when he wakes up, and, um, like, he, he falls out of the bed, because, like, he's like, who took the muscles out of my legs? And he, like, falls over. And Mother Maggie comes over, and she goes, you idiot. Like, stay in the bed. You fucking idiot. What the fuck is up, Kyle? <laughs> so, Karen and, uh, the Mexican guy are in New York, and she gets on the phone, she calls, um, she calls Foggy. And Foggy's like, hey, Karen, I haven't seen you in forever. Like, what's what's going on with you? And he and she's like, Foggy, we, we need to we need to meet up. Uh, something something's happened. And he's like, all right, sure, I guess we can meet up. Um, and we briefly go over to the Daily Bugle to see um, Phil Urich talking to uh, J. Jonah Jameson. So he gets a little bit in this. Yeah. And he's not like a virtual Spider-Man. It's like, um, he's like, I know you're gonna write something about Fisk, and that's why he had a, had your fingers broken. Like, you still have to write it. And Phil is, like, too afraid to do it. And Jonah's like, you're lucky I don't fire you. Like, get out of my office. Like, he's kind of ashamed that Phil, like, pussed out. Yeah. This is about integrity. This is about Spider-Man somehow. Did Spider-Man break your fingers, Phil? You can tell me. No, it was this big fat woman. A big fat woman in a spider costume. <laughs> Did she have a spider on her lapel? No, she was just some woman. Uh, okay. Maybe Spider-Man hired her. Come on, Jay. Spider-Man's a terrorist. It's a Daredevil book. <laughs> We're crying out loud. I don't care. Get me pictures of Spider-Man. It's Spider-Devil. Yeah, right? Why didn't, why didn't Infinity Warp to do that? Of Devil-Man. Devil-Man. It's my favorite anime. <laughs> um, but, like, Phil is, like... He calls the hospital to talk to the, the cop, because the cop got beat up, too, by the nurse. Yep. Um, but no one knows it was the nurse, so the nurse is still taking care of the cop. <laughs> um, but he's in the bed, and he's like, listen, like, my son got the operation, and he died anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I have nothing left to lose, so I want to I admit to my crimes, and admit that Kingpin, like, set me up and, basically, and all that, right? Mm-hmm. He's on the phone, and the phone is taken away by the big nurse. And she's like, yes, hello, uh... Big nurse, strong woman. <laughs> strong. She's like, Mr. Fisk wanted you to hear this. And she puts the phone down near the, the bedside and she chokes out the cop. And it's crazy because it's one of the best scenes in the book because in the background you have like all the commotion of the Daily Bugle of like a regular news place would have. And then in the in the main foreground it's just Phil listening to his man like lose his life over the phone. Holy shit. So he's just like dumbfounded. It's crazy. Um, so that cop dies, and Phil's, like, scarred. Poor Phil. Yeah. But Foggy and Karen meet up, and Karen kind of explains everything that's been happening to her, to, um, to Foggy. And then, yeah. And, and Foggy's like, well, uh, well, that's not gonna happen anymore. You're gonna come stay with me in glory. We're gonna have a sick three-way. I mean, you're, you're gonna come to the apartment... Totally on three-way. Oh, Whoa. dude. God, come on. Come on. Well, we can't fight it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Karen. What did you say about doing porn? Uh, come on. Let's, let's get back. I got a nice warm bed for you. Thanks, Foggy. Got a nice warm dick for you. I, I mean, mean... I mean... God. Come on. Come on. No, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> We're leaving now. Yeah. But, um... Like, Matt is finally ready to leave the church, and he asks Maggie, like, Maggie, are you my mother? And Maggie's like, no. But Daredevil knows. 
He could hear her heartbeat. She was lying. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's interesting. What? Just that his mother's a yeah, nun. Yeah, his mother's a nun. Yeah. Like, like it makes sense, but because they they didn't show, they still haven't shown her in the show. Yeah. Are you my mother? No. Just like so, like, so shy. That's <laughs> 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 tough. So. Daredevil's getting his life back together. He's going back to the gym and boxing. Basically, it's he's having a rocky moment. Where he's like, I gotta get ready for the next fight. With the kingpin. With the kingpin and such. With the King Kong pin. Um, oh, shit. There's a combination for you. <laughs> oh, man, it's Kong pin. Kong pin, my favorite. <laughs> so, what is it? Like, we go to the house of Ben Yurik. Because Ben Yurik is busy talking to... Um, Matt, or sorry, I think he's talking to a cop. No, I think he's, oh, right. Uh, Phil Yerg is at a diner with a person from the Bugle, because they're going to go, like, interview someone. Um, and, uh, and then Matt Murdock is in the diner listening in on the conversation. Like, he's sitting in the booth, like, behind them. Mm-hmm. So, Phil goes home. And he finds that his wife has been, like, beaten by the nurse. Mm-hmm. And the nurse took Phil's wife. The nurse gets around, dude. Yeah, she really does. She's, like, a really effective... She's like a femme fatale, despite her appearance. Yeah. Um, but basically... The kingpin wanted you to hear this. <laughs> but Phil goes home, and, and, like, the nurse is there. And while the other reporter is fighting the nurse... Um, what is it? Yeah, the other reporter, like, the, the reporter's beaten by the nurse. Phil goes into the bathroom and sees that his wife is being hanged. <laughs> and, uh... Poor Matt, Phil, man. Yeah, poor everyone in this book. Uh, Matt Murdock shows up and starts fighting the nurse. And he beats her down and runs off. So that Phil isn't there to see him. Um, so, like, yeah, the nun... Or not the nun, the, the nurse is, like, arrested or whatever. Or whatever. Um... Oh, and uh, he goes to... Okay, you remember in the Daredevil show, he's got that friend named Melvin who builds the suit for him? Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes to see him again, but he's, like, drenched in shadow, and he's like, Melvin, I need another suit. And he's like, good to see you back, Daredevil. How you doing? Oh, buddy, old pal. <laughs> so is Melvin actually, like, like, he's not all there, right? No, he's not. Okay. Yeah. Later, he becomes a villain called The Gladiator. That makes me sad. Yeah, it's cool. Kind of does. He's he's a, he's a cool character. Um, but yeah, Foggy and Karen at the apartment, and Karen looks out the window, and he and she sees the Mexican pimp out there, <laughs> wearing like a yellow suit, and he sees her, and he like smiles at her, and he and she like backs away from the window, and Foggy's like, "What's going on, Karen?" And Karen's like, "He's out there. He's crazy. He's gonna kill me." And Foggy's like. Don't worry, I'll call the police. Meanwhile, like, this, uh... I came back, the police said that we should have a sexy three-way. Yeah, what? weird, right? It, it, they said it would solve all our problems, whatever. Uh, might as well do it. So, um, meanwhile, Kingpin commissions for this mentally insane person to be released from a, a maximum security prison. Okay. And he has... And he builds a Daredevil suit and gives it to the crazy guy. So this crazy guy is running around as Daredevil killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you've seen the new Daredevil trailer, there's a little bit of that in there. 
Um, but it's funny, like, the Mexican pimp kind of looks like Dick Tracy for some reason, at least because of the suit. Yeah, he really does. Like, what a dick, Tracy. Um, but, like, the police show up, and there's a shootout between the police and, uh, the, the Mexican pimp, and then, like, the, the serial, the, the evil daredevil was thrown down there, too, so he's also involved, mm -hmm. and he's just, like, beating the shit out of this one guy, and, like, Karen's, like, I, I have to get out of here, Foggy, like, you're in danger, and he's, like, don't worry, Karen, like, the police are gonna handle it, and Karen picks up a potted plant and knocks out Foggy, and then runs off. I'm sorry, Foggy. It's the only way. They've already won. <laughs> so, the evil Daredevil's on the roof trying to get in. And then Matt Murdock breaks through and he starts fighting uh, Daredevil. Which is like, oh, the hero fights Alter Ego. What? It's metaphorical. And uh, during the shootout, uh, Karen is grabbed by the Mexican pimp. And... Uh, yeah, Matt... Call him Santiago. Santiago. <laughs> uh, what is it? Fucking... Matt Murdock seemingly defeats the evil Daredevil. Santiago gets shot, and he falls down. And Karen thinks she's gonna die. Like, she thinks the cops are gonna shoot her, too, because she's, you know, a heroin addict. And she, like, starts going through, um... Going through Santiago's pockets. Yeah. And he's like, you know, just... <laughs> get the gun. Get the gun and shoot the cops. And Karen's, like, digging through his pockets, and she pulls out his heroin needle. And she's like, you crazy junkie! <laughs> and she's like, just one last hit before I die. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And so Santiago picks up the gun. He's like, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna take you with me, you bitch! And then Daredevil steps on an icicle. Mm -hmm. And the icicle goes into Santiago's wrist. And he drops the gun. It doesn't go through, but it hits his wrist and he drops the gun. Um, then he picks up the fake Daredevil's, like, billy club and throws it at the cop who's shooting at them. And then Matt goes and he, he confronts Karen and he hugs her. Like, hey, it's hey. all right. Did you fuck Foggy? You could tell me. I won't be mad. You could tell me. I won't be mad. <laughs> and he, and by That's the way, when Matt Murdock left the scene with Karen... He also took the Daredevil costume off the crazy guy, so there's just a random naked dude on a roof. <laughs> <laughs> it's also really cold out. Yeah. That's his, his excuse, yeah. <laughs> it's really cold, okay? So, if you're familiar with the Jessica Jones Netflix series, you'll be familiar with the character Nuke. Okay. Nuke, Frank Miller creates Nuke in this book. And in the comics, Nuke is a paramilitary specialist who is kind of like a... like. Imagine if Captain America was created during, like, Vietnam. Okay. He's kind of like that. He's, he's an insane, super patriotic drug addict, because in order to give him his Captain America-ish powers, he has to take these pills. And it's, of course, there's a red pill, a blue pill, and a white pill. <laughs> or, you know, red, white, and blue. The red ones give him, like, the adrenaline boost that keeps him going. The blue, I think, keeps him steady while he's on reds, and then the white calms him down. But he's always just like, give me another red. I need more reds. Fuck the blue and the whites. I need. I gotta go red all the time. <laughs> and his um, his accoutrement is painting a, a American flag on his face. Because he loves his country, Seth. He does. He he loves it. He, he very much does. Yep. But we see him tearing ass overseas, and uh, <clears throat> the the person who's like driving the helicopter for him is like. 
Because he's like, all right, what what mud country are we going to go ne- go to next? Where, where are we going to waste next? And the guy piling the plane's like, actually, son, you're, you're going home. You're being uh, called in New York by someone named the, uh, Wilson Fisk. Like, Wilson pulled a government connection and got the nuke. Jesus. He's going to deploy the nuke. So, Karen and, and uh, Matt this are... This is all to make one lawyer's life miserable. <laughs> yep. Could have just shot him, but nope. Yep. Had to get all complicated. Um, Matt and Karen are, like, living in a, an apartment again. And Matt, like, forgives Karen for everything. Like, the identity thing, the heroin, the porn. He he forgives her because he's a good Catholic. Mm. Right? And, like, he is with her when she goes through withdrawals. And, like, part of it is her, like, gritting her de- her teeth on his shoulder. And he kind of just takes it. Because he's trying to help her. Jesus. Yeah. It's hardcore. This ain't your daddy's daredevil. Well, it might be. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Um, this ain't your daddy's daredevil, except it is... This ain't your dad devil. <laughs> dad devil. <laughs> it's like a beard. Yeah. <laughs> a hey, kids. <laughs> Hey, kids, what are, you, what are you playing basketball? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You're, we know you're blind. Jesus. And, of course, we get a, a four-panel scene of uh, Daredevil shaving his beard off. Mm-hmm. To show that he's he's evolved. <laughs> um, Can we just get Daredevil with a beard? I feel like that's the problem a lot of, like, like cow-wearing characters have, uh-huh. is if they grow a beard, people are going to recognize them. The only person that gets away with that is Green Arrow for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Green Arrow doesn't even have a cowl. He no. He just has that little mask thing he puts on his eyes. Yeah, but he wears a hood, so it kind of makes a cowl. Well, I guess New Arrow does, yeah. But yeah. I'm talking, I'm old, talking old school. Oh, old Kappa. Yeah, yeah, where he has the fucking... That's because you're so distracted by the feather in his hat. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <just> like... <laughs> you're distracted by the fact that there's somebody, there's some Robin Hood-ass <laughs> fucking motherfucker. Are you, are you just as Robin Hood? Ha-ha! <laughs> Liberalism! Away! So, uh, what is it? Phil, yeah, Phil, or er, Ben York goes to prison to interview the nurse mm-hmm. who's, who's been arrested. And while she's there, the other person from the bugle is with him, who's like the tall blonde guy from earlier. Uh, and Glory is there too because she, she, she's a photographer now for the bugle. Yeah. Um, she's getting pictures of Spider Man. <laughs> um, but while they're there, the other, um, fuck, what is it? The other person from the bugle. Like, pulls out a gun, yeah, and he goes to shoot the nurse. And we find out this guy's working for Kingpin as well. So, like, one of the cops tries to shoot him, and... Actually, I think they... Yeah, they do kill the nurse. The nurse is dead. Um, the other guy from the Bugle is dead. It's just a big shootout, basically. Um, but it gets to the point where the guy that was hired by Fisk is tackled by Ben Yurick. And Ben gets the gun, and he beats the shooter to death with the with the gun, like the barrel of the gun, or the hilt. Um, and the whole time he does it, Glory's just taking pictures. And it's like, again, it, it's to tell you that Glory just isn't on, like, the straight and narrow, because the whole time she didn't help or lift a finger, she just took photos of all the horrible acts. Um, so they lost, like, two of their witnesses, because they're both dead. Um, who know about the Fisk thing. So, like, Wilson meets up with Nuke, and he's like, Nuke here. I think his name's like William or something. I don't want to call him Nuke because it's inhumane. He's like, listen, I know you're a patriot and you got to serve your country. I'm here to tell you that this man, this daredevil, is a threat to your country. And Nuke's like, whatever you say, sir. You want me to fight the devil, I'll do it. Mary. 
Oh, fuck yeah! Anyways. So Matt is now working a job in a, a short order kitchen, <clears throat> which is like, he's blind. Yeah. I feel like, you know, someone would have brought that up. I guess you can't really tell because he doesn't have, like, the milky eyes. So he kind of just looks like a normal dude. Um, but he works with this, this diner, and he's walking out, and the helicopter just flies down and Nuke gets out. <laughs> I'm here. G.I. Joe. Knowing is half the battle. <laughs> the other half is violence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts, like, machine gunning, like, just random apartment buildings to draw the Daredevil out. And he has a rocket launcher and he blows up another building. It's just, it's it's chaos all around. Um, I want to say their apartment gets blown up again. And like... That's the second time this week. And Karen's like, am I going to die? And Matt's like, no, Karen, you're not going to die. I'm going to save us. No, Karen, for fuck's sake, S- shut stop. up. Stop, just go, go, go chew your gum to, yeah. to lose the fix. Um, but like... Go chew your gum. Chew your gum. Go chew a gum. Or whatever. So, uh, was it Matt suits up as Daredevil, and he goes after Nuke who's on a helicopter. It feels like a boss fight, because Nuke's just hanging on a, on a helicopter shooting, and Matt's, like, navigating on the rooftops. Um, and, like, they, they fight hand-to-hand, and Nuke's, like, clearly stronger than him. Um, but he, like, po- he does the eye poke thing on Nuke, and Nuke's like, nah, My American eyes! My patriotism. My patriotism. But, like, he pushes him onto some like, electrical wires. Oh. And Nuke survives. But, like, you know, he, he fires off one more blow. Daredevil, like... <laughs> the the helicopter guy's, like, shooting machine guns, so Daredevil has to pick up a gun. And he's like, no more. <laughs> he's like, God forgive me. And he shoots and he blows up the helicopter. <laughs> Just because America commando. And then, what I think is one of the best parts of the book, and there's a lot of good parts in this book, um, there's a lot of roaring fire from all the explosions and gunfire and stuff, and then it suddenly starts raining. And Captain America is there. And he's holding up, like, one of the people injured and trying to save them. And Thor is on a rooftop summoning rain down below. And Iron Man is standing outside one of the flaming buildings, and he's like, Daredevil, that man is under our, our, uh, (laughs) that man is ours on federal authority. Stand back. Like, you have five seconds. Yeah. And it's cool, because it's just... They're, they're kind of all in shadow. Yeah. And, the, you know, they look more just like... They don't look as human as everyone else does in the book. So it's kind of Frank Miller giving off this idea of, like, that the Avengers are so up higher than Daredevil. Like, they show up and, like, everything's, like, fixed. And everything's sweep, swept up. Mm-hmm. Like, Daredevil did all this work, and then... America, Asgard, and a robot show up and fix everything. Um, and, like, Captain America's looking down at Nuke, and he's like, you're wearing the flag on your face. You got a lot to answer for. Um, meanwhile, Kingpin's in a sauna with all of his, like, councilmen, which is an image everyone wants to see. Um, and they're like, you called in Nuke? You called in this, this crazy patriot asshole? And, like, Kingpin just chokes out the guy that's yelling at him, and everyone else shuts up, showing his dominance. Look at my balls! Um, that's, the, that's his next move, until he gets them silence. You think Kingpin has a tiny wang? <laughs> what? I mean, hey, it would explain a lot. 
Comparatively. It, comparatively. Yeah, it's not that it, it's unusually small, it's just the rest of them so big. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so Daredevil's at, like, uh, Maggie's church, and he's hanging out with Karen, and he hears footsteps on the roof, and he goes up there, and it's Captain America. Mm. And he's like, Daredevil, wait, I, I mean you no harm. And he's like, what do you what do you want? He's like, I know you're Daredevil, first of all. Second of all, like, I, I want you to help me find um, Nuke. I want you to find Nuke. I'm going to go to the general who was in charge of Nuke and get information from him. And, like, <laughs> he, like, what is it? Daredevil's like, what do you care so much about Nuke? And and Cap was like, he wears the flag. And, and Matt, Matt's like, I had it noticed, which is the only blind joke he has in this book. Um, so while Cap goes to, like, yell at a general and be like, yeah. Because <laughs> what is this? Yeah. What is this pale imitation of me? You replaced a soldier with a fucking pill junkie. Um, but he goes to the general, and the general's like, "Look, Cap, like you're a captain. I'm a general. Like I have authority. Like you, you serve this country. You're loyal to us." And Cap's like, "I'm loyal to nothing, general, except the dream." And he holds up a flag. <laughs> like he, he holds up the flag that's in the room. <laughs> Except the dream. Except the dream! Just a small tear in the shape of an eagle that goes down his cheek. <laughs> and this is why Captain America is one of my favorites. <laughs> yep. Shit like that. Yep. But, uh, Cap goes to, like, um, he goes to, like, the, he goes in the elevator to leave. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a, a private in there, and he's, like, oh, sorry, a corporal. And the corporal's, like, alright, sir, like, ground floor. And he's, like, actually, uh, take me to sub-level six, the vault. And the guy's like, uh, sir, you aren't cleared. And uh, he he hits the corporal once and knocks him out. He's like, sorry, corporal. Psh. Judo chop. And uh, Cap goes into the basement of this uh, this military base. And he reads up on all this stuff. And this is where he discovers how many times they've tried to recreate Captain America. So all that extended lore to Captain America where it's like they made like seven more of him after. This is where he learns about it. Weird. In a Daredevil book. Interesting. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, like, the, what is it, Nuke is being held by some, some government dudes in a hospital. And he's going to be pulled out, and he's going to be sent over scenes, and they're going to keep him, like, under under wraps. And fucking, they show him a, a Daily Bugle paper showing Nuke blowing up the city and shit. And, and Nuke is like, the liberal media! And he rips up the paper. <laughs> He's like, no, they, they, they should have never found out. Like, they, they lie about us. They make us feel ashamed. And he fights off the generals and gets free. And he, like, takes the pill, he takes the, the bottle of red pills and just downs them all. <laughs> so, Daredevil and um, Captain America go to fight Nuke, who's all fucking roided out. And they fight through this building. And they eventually get him and they knock him out. But, uh... Like, Daryl gets, like, in a taxi with Nuke, and, and Daryl drives, which is like, this is an awful idea, because I'm blind, and it's New York, and it's raining. This is bad. So, <laughs> he goes to, like, drive him to the hospital, because he, he knows he needs medical attention, but he can use his senses to tell, like, Nuke's gonna die, so he goes to take him to Ben Yurick's, like, um, uh, desk to get him to admit to what the Wilson Fist thing was before he dies. But just as they get there, Nuke dies... Oh. And he lays him out on the desk of uh, of Ben York. Um, and like Kingpin is like, he's angry because like they still wrote a story about like a soldier who went on a killing spree and how like Kingpin implications in Hell's Kitchens are like brought up 
And uh, that's where the story ends. It ends with uh, Matt and Karen being okay. Foggy is still with Glory. Kingpin is, like, not taken down, but people are onto him now. Nuke is, like, dead, but I think they, they bring him back later because he's such an entertaining character. And Cap knows the, the truth about his, his past. And that's Daredevil Born Again. Uh, what do you think, Seth? That's a lot to put into one book. Or one run, I should say. Because that looks like a trade more than... It is. It's like a volume. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what do you think? It's <sighs> not bad. I mean, it's, it's a Daredevil story. Mm-hmm. Like, no, the only thing that I'm trying to figure out is, like, when we get to the Netflix adaptation mm-hmm. and stuff. Are we going to have Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man show? <laughs> Fuck no. You kidding me? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. But it would also be like, it would be like one shot. Yeah. And it might not even be like the actual actors. It would be like in shadow. Like if they had a shadow of Thor and yeah. a shadow of Iron Man, like a glimpse of Captain America. Because I forever doubt that. Like, I feel like if Netflix is ever going to cross it with the movies at all, if they're ever going to have like a movie character, maybe Spider-Man... Maybe, like, Phil Coulson, because he's on TV anyway. But, um, I mean, the, the, obviously they're changing a lot of things for the, the season three, because, like, I think Nuke died in Jessica Jones season two, mm-hmm. but they're bringing in Bullseye for season three, and assumably he's going to be the one pretending to be Daredevil. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool ideas in this. I like the idea of Kingpin, like, how far he goes. Yeah, just to fuck with Matt. Like... Yeah, he destroys every aspect of his life, and then... When he assumes Matt's still alive, he makes a fake evil Daredevil. He just throws him out in the street. Yeah, have fun with it. Like... Yeah, and then he's like, well, I got nothing left. Better call Nuke. Yeah. Yeah, it was so disappointing when Nuke like died in the show, because I really wanted to see that character painted up with the flag. I think later he gets it as a tattoo. He doesn't have to keep painting it on. Weird. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um... Yeah, Daredevil Born Again, it's, it's one of my favorites. It's probably one of my favorite Frank Miller written stories. Yeah. Um, it's very cleverly written. Every character gets, like, a cool moment for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, not every character, but, like, the fact that Ben Yurick gets, like, some cool moments is, is really nice. Um, the whole Karen arc is just, like, crazy. Because if you don't know much about Karen's character beforehand, you get into this, it's like, holy shit, like, what, what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Daredevil Born Again... Great book. Uh, if you want to get ready for season three of Daredevil, I'd suggest picking it up. Um, we'll see how much it compares to, to this book. Uh, go to panwood.pobby.com, panwoodboss.com, or on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Peace.